This is about my 30th time to South Africa. And uh, I, I've been coming to South Africa since 2000, but this is my first trip back in four years. And uh, so it's such an honor to, to be with you this morning. I know the Holy Spirit is gonna do some powerful things. And, uh, and how many people are, are hungry to be able to experience God? You're hungry this morning to be able to experience God. You know, one of the things that I'm continually learning about the Lord is he always changes is our hearts and when he impacts our hearts and our lives people around us are impacted as well and uh, so I'm excited to be with you here this morning there's a word that the Lord placed in my heart for you this morning and then I want to just pray for people uh, but before I uh, jump into today's message I want to introduce my wife uh, no she's not here but she's with us in the spirit this is my beautiful wife Stephanie we've been married for 10 years on the 21st of June and um, at it's coming up very soon. I, 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 yeah, wave to her. Yeah. All right, just give uh, my wife a big hand clap. Can you do that? My beautiful little girl, uh, Brielle, as well. I'll tell you something fun about my daughter. She's three years old. Her name is Brielle Shalom. And uh, Brielle Shalom, I, I, will, I have a relationship with my daughter where I'm able to ask her questions and uh, she'll respond. He'll share her heart with me. And oftentimes when I go preach different places, I'll ask my daughter, what should I preach about? And, uh, you know, she's three years old. And I'll say, Brielle, what should I preach about? And she'll look at me and she'll say, Daddy, you preach Jesus. And so I really only have one message, and it's Jesus. And, uh, and so she'll look at me at times, and she says, Daddy, you preach Jesus. Uh, I remember coming home one day, and, uh, you know, from, um, you know, being at the church, and I came home, and, and uh, my daughter, uh, she was in her room, and, and she says, Daddy, you go pray. Daddy, you go pray. She'll look at me, and she'll, she'll just uh, point her little finger at me, and she says, Daddy, you go pray. And uh, I love it that my daughter, three years old, you know, can uh, really point me to Jesus and tell me I need to pray. And I believe that the Lord wants to speak through our children. Amen? And I believe that God is raising up parents that have such a passion for the presence of the Lord to be able to see their own children get into the presence of the Lord because God wants to encounter us as families. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, about uh, six months ago, I was praying. I said, Lord, I have a desire to go to Nigeria to be with Reinhardt. And I had the opportunity to be with Reinhardt for the fare farewell crusade in Nigeria. And I, I didn't know if I should go or not. And, uh, you know, because my schedule has been so busy. And uh, I was talking with my wife and I said, you know, I really don't know if I should go or not. It's a wonderful opportunity, but I just don't know if I should go. I need the word of the Lord. Out of nowhere, my daughter's uh, in the living room. I'm in the kitchen. My daughter says this. Daddy, you go to Africa. Now, she didn't say it with the, 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 the slang that I just did, you know. She didn't say it with that. She, but she did say, Daddy, you go to Africa. And I knew at that moment that God was calling me to Africa. I tell you, I love Africa so very much. I've been here 30 some times. I've been to South Africa around 30 times and throughout Africa. And there's a passion that God has placed in my heart for this continent. And the, the people here are so amazing. And I have learned so much from being in Africa. God has changed my heart, changed my life. And it is an honor to be with you today. 
Um, the reason why I've come to this trip to South Africa is I've had the honor and privilege to be able to serve on the leadership team to Empower 21. And uh, that's evangelists across the world that have a mission to be able to see the church equipped, to be able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with power, miracles, signs, and wonders. And, and so we're, as a leadership team, we're meeting here on Wednesday and uh, very honored to, to be with you guys. Uh, I want to pray as we start. Father, I thank you for your presence in your power. I thank you that uh, like an arrow, God, you send us out. And I thank you for every heart here. Lord, I feel their hearts. I feel the humility here. I feel the passion here. I feel the fire here. And I'm asking Holy Spirit that you would come in a powerful way, Lord, that you release your power, Lord. I, we rely on you. We rely on your anointing and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you turn to your Bibles to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. And uh, Carol and Andrew, thank you so very much for having me here. You know, I, uh, for those that don't know, I was invited by Carol and Andrew. Uh, I believe it was around seven years ago that I had the opportunity to be able to do a school of evangelism and uh, a school of evangelism on Fitz campus and uh, where we got to see hundreds of young college students radically impacted with the power of the gospel. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget that trip of after we did a training equipping session, uh, we sent them out to be able to share the gospel. And then our next session, we heard testimony after testimony after testimony of what God was doing through ordinary people that stepped out for the very first time. You know, I, I, it was like the, the, we got to hear about an hour of reports of miracles, our reports of salvations, our reports of people getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, you know, that makes my heart excited. And, you know, and I believe that this morning, God is going to do something powerful in people's hearts and lives. How many people came ready this morning to be able to receive from the Lord? Turn to your Bibles to Luke chapter 5. As you're turning your Bible to Luke chapter 5, um, I want to share a little bit of some personal things of what the Lord has been doing in my own heart, my own life, and, um, and what God's been doing with our family. I have been in Redding, California, serving at Bethel Church for the last 18 years. And about two years ago, the Lord began to speak to my wife and I, uh, specifically to my wife about transition. Now, we have a, a wonderful little girl named Brielle. And when Brielle was born, my wife uh, went through a um, uh, what is called uh, postpartum. Now, I don't know if anyone has ever heard of that, but uh, my wife went through a depression time, and she she was just having some chemical imbalance in her body. And uh, and for me, it was very difficult because I have seen thousands upon thousands of people healed, and I'm praying for my wife, and and I just wasn't seeing the breakthrough that I thought that I would see. And, uh, and so my wife went through a, a great depression and through it all, she loved the Lord. She, she sought God, she, but she was depressed. And, and in that time, you know, we begin to think about our family and the Lord began to speak to my wife, even in a dark time of her own life. And I believe that there's many individuals here that you might be going through something, but I believe that the Lord wants to encourage you this morning, refresh you this morning and empower you this morning. So the word of the Lord came to my wife um, to transition and for us to move uh, to the Portland, Oregon area where her family is from so that we can begin to focus 
on family and develop our ministry around family. And, and, and at first, when my wife began to talk to me, uh, her desire to move to Portland, Oregon, uh, everything inside of me said no. Everything inside of me said no because I somehow found my identity in my ministry and, and I was getting identity from who I was connected to and my ministry. And the Lord began to talk to me and he began to, for eight months, teach me about the power of trust. Now in that eight months, there was a lot of insecurities that arose in my own heart, my life. Uh, insecurity is of what will my ministry look like? What will my relationships look like? But God, through his faithfulness and his kindness, began to speak to me and lead me and guide me as a son, a son of his. And in that time, I found myself on my knees. And, you know, I've traveled the world. I've, I've been all over the world and the opportunity to be able to preach to thousands upon thousands of people. And in that moment of time, I was on my knees and my hands were up. And I knew what, what God was speaking to me. He says, Chris, this season is a season about family. It's a season of family and ministry being birthed from family. And, and at that time, I was on my knees. I was just, I was uh, saying, Lord, I surrender everything to you. I trust you. I trust you. Spoke to the leadership team at Bethel, and, and they all agreed that it, it was a good time for us to be able to transition. I'll be going back and forth uh, to Redding, California every eight weeks and being in relational connection. But I'll tell you, when God spoke to me about surrendering, launching out, trusting him, he expanded us, expanded our vision, but it came through trust. So I didn't know what I was going to do financially. I didn't know what I was going to do in ministry. But God in his love and his mercy and his kindness gave me a strong vision, gave me a clear vision. And that was for stadium seating events all across America. And it happened after I surrendered. And I believe the Spirit of the Lord is going to come in a powerful way this morning. And there's a, there's a deeper level of surrender here this morning. And God's going to birth dreams that are inside of you that you didn't even know that was inside of you, but it comes from a place of surrender. It comes from a place of saying, God, whatever you want to do in me, here I am. So last October, or I'm sorry, 2016 October, I was in Stockholm, Sweden, with a ministry called Awakening Europe. And it was a Saturday, and I, and I stood out, and I saw the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that I was getting ready to speak to, the training and equipped to send them out by the thousands to preach Jesus Christ. See, miracle signs and wonders take place in Stockholm. Historically, they said it wasn't even possible to mobilize thousands upon thousands of people in Stockholm for Jesus Christ. Before I'm getting ready to speak, I have a clear vision. And in the vision, I saw stadium seating events all across America. And the first place I saw was Portland, Oregon. And when the visions came to me, 
I said, God, it all makes sense now. That's why you spoke through my wife. That's why you caused me to surrender and to lay down my ministry because you wanted to birth something new in my life and through my life. And in Luke chapter 5, I believe the Lord wants to speak to us. Once you turn to Luke 5, verse 1. So it happened as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Galilee and he saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and he taught the multitude from the boat. Verse 4. And when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, we will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and, they, and their nets was breaking. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and they filled both boats so that they began to sing. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished, say astonished, at the catch of the fish which they had taken. So also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. I believe that this is a word for each and every one of us this morning. Do not be afraid. From, from now on, you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to the land, they forsook all and followed him. I like to paint this picture, this story in my mind. Jesus is by the Sea of Galilee. He sees the fishermen there. He knows that they've been fishing all night in their own strength. He knows that they have labored hard. They, he knows that this is their occupation. And Jesus says to Peter, can I borrow your boat? Can I borrow your boat? Can I get in your boat? I've got a message that I want to share with people. So he gets in the boat. He says, Peter, will you just launch out just a little bit, just from, this, from the land, just push me out a little bit. Peter pushes him out. Then Jesus begins to speak to the multitude. And then he says to Peter, launch out into the deep. This morning I want to talk to you about faith. Faith sees from heaven's perspective faith sees from heaven's perspective there's faith inside of each and every one of you according to Romans chapter 12 verse 3 that God has given to us each a measure of faith but in order for our faith to grow a lot of times the Lord will prompt us lead us to launch out a little bit from what our normal life looks like. And then he takes this one step of faith and then we look behind us and we say, my goodness, God, look what you're doing in my life. I'm growing. You asked me to step out, pray for that person. 
I've never done that before. That's amazing. Look what just happened. I stepped out a little bit from what was familiar to me. That's amazing. And then you look back and say, wow, God, that's incredible what you've done in my life. There's been a lot of people impacted. You changed the world inside of me. People around me begin to be transformed because of the transformation that took place in my own heart. Now you're asking me to launch out even further into the deep. I believe that each and every one of us are on a journey this morning. And wherever we're at in life, God is asking us to move in faith. You see, if we can live the Christian life in our own strength, we don't need God. That's why God has asked us to live through his strength, not our strength. And his strength is found in the grace of God and found in the faith that comes through him. I often think about an author. Now, I have, I've written three books by the grace of God. You know, uh, growing up in school, I, was, um, I had a learning disability. So for, for me to write books, you know, people didn't even think it was possible. But I've written three books, and I've got two other books right now that, that are getting ready to come out pretty soon. And, and one of the things that I've discovered is although that I've written three books, there's someone else that's a way better author than me that doesn't really need any endorsements, and his name is Jesus Christ. And he is the author and the finisher of our faith. So right now, there's a book about your life. There's a book about your life, and there's someone that's written about you that knows you so well, that knew you even when you were in your mother's womb, and says, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. You're significant, you're valuable, you're important. There's something that happens when we understand how valuable we are and how important we are. We trust in God. The moment that we forget that we're important, that we're significant, we stop trusting. But when we know how valuable you are, through his love, this encounter, this father's love, we're able to launch out into the deep and know, God, you got it all under control. I trust you. So right now, I felt that the Lord wanted me to encourage you that you're in a chapter of your life. But that's not the end of the story. That's not the end of the story. There's another chapter of your life, and there's a, there's a place of going from glory to glory and faith to faith. But if we're going to go from faith to faith, we've got to trust the faithful one. He is an incredible author. Now, when my first book came out, I realized that there was some errors in the book, some spelling errors, grammar errors. But there's something amazing about your life. It's through the blood of Jesus Christ. He takes away all the errors. You see, over 2,000 years ago, this man named Jesus Christ hung on a bloody cross, and he saw you, and he saw you, and he saw you, and he saw you, and he says, I love you, I love you, I love you. You're worth it, you're worth it, you're worth it. And as he hung there on that bloody cross, he saw into the future, into this present moment, into this present hour. He saw your pain, he saw your shame, and he says, I love you, I love you. You're significant, you're valuable. The blood of Jesus Christ never dries up. This morning, it has the power not only to cleanse all sins, but this morning, it has the power to take any ways, any shame from your life. To empower you to become everything that he's created you to be. First Peter 2.9, it says, but you're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. 
his own special people, that you might proclaim his praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who's ever felt rejected before? Sometimes our rejections in our past can speak to us and talk to us and convince us why it's not safe to launch out into the deep. Sometimes our past can speak to us and tell us why it's not safe to live courageously for Jesus Christ. Well, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if the God that created you, the one that sees you, sees your faith, and says, look at their heart. Look at their life. I'm so proud of them. See, God looks at faith. In fact, it's faith that pleases him. Hebrews 11:6 6 says this, but without faith, it's impossible to please God for he who comes to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When Jesus is sitting on the boat and he tells Peter, launch out into the deep. It required something from Peter. It required faith in Jesus. Now, Peter had been fishing all night in his own strength. Some of us here this morning, you've been doing things out of your own strength. You've been trying so hard. God wants you to know this morning that if you trust him with all your heart and you lean out on your own understanding and you acknowledge him with everything inside of you, watch what he'll do in your life. I remember in 2000, January of 2000, when I was in Mexico on a mission trip, I saw a strong vision, and in the vision, the Lord spoke to me. He said, Chris, will you trust me? And he showed me his hands, uh, he showed me his hand in the vision, and he said, Chris, will you take a hold of my whole hand? And he said, don't take just one finger, two fingers, three fingers, or four fingers, but with your whole hand, take my whole hand. And as I did that in the vision, I grabbed a hold of his hand. Suddenly, I was sucked up in a tornado, and a tornado came, and he began to change and transform my life. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. He says, Chris, if you trust me with your whole heart, your whole life, watch what I'll do inside of you. I will take you places that you never thought you would go, and I will do a work in you that you never thought would take place, but you have to trust me. What an increase came through Peter's life that day. The catch that came. He could have been fishing for weeks and weeks and weeks and not caught that much fish. But suddenly, as he heard the word of the Lord, when the Lord Jesus speaks to him and says, launch out into the deep, he says, nevertheless, Lord, at your word, I will obey. What is God asking you to do this morning? What's he been speaking to you about? What's he been talking to you about? That eight months of surrender for me, he talked to me about surrender. He talked to me about giving up my control. Sometimes we want to be in control. How many people, if you're honest, you want to be in control? I definitely wanted to be in control. 
not even realizing it. I was trying to fix everything. That day when I was on my knees and my hands were up in the air, crying out to the Lord and saying, God, it's not supposed to be like this. This is what God spoke to my heart. He said, Chris, will you stop trying to be God in your own house? Will you let me be your God? My hands were up and I said, Lord, I surrender. Within the last year, God has performed more miracles than I ever thought would take place on many different levels, financially. In a natural perspective, it didn't make sense to say, God, I'm leaving my salary because I hear your word. I'm leaving my benefits because I hear your word. And what I tried to do in my own strength within the last year, the Lord has multiplied it numerously. This September, five months from now, we have a stadium in Portland. Our stadium seating event following the word of the Lord launch out into the deep. The first of many that God has called us to have. From it, God gave us a ministry called Compassion to Action. And I share that this morning because I believe that the Lord wants to birth something from many of you this morning. He wants to do something powerful in your life. This morning I felt very stirred to pray for people. The Holy Spirit would come in a powerful way. There would be release of power. Many of you came in here this morning in pain, hurt, physically, emotionally, but also spiritually. There's some people here this morning that maybe Jesus is not Lord of your life. Maybe he's like a Facebook friend. Maybe he's kind of that individual in your life that you can check in and check out with. There's no real commitment. Maybe you're here this morning and you've been carrying hurt and pain for years because of the things that have happened to you in life. I believe the Lord wants to release a power of forgiveness this morning. Many of you said, well, Chris, you don't understand what happened to me when I was a child. You don't understand the hurt and the pain that I've suffered. And to be honest with you, maybe I can't relate to everything that you've been through, but there's someone that can. And his name is Jesus. He was hurt. He was beaten. He was rejected. And some of us here, maybe there is unforgiveness that we have towards people. This morning, the Holy Spirit wants to bring the power of forgiveness to touch your heart so that you can forgive other people as well. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison, hoping that the other people are suffering, but in fact, it's you that is suffering. 
And there's people here this morning that God wants to heal. I'm going to invite you to stand to your feet. Wherever you're at in your journey, some of you are about ready to start your journey with Jesus Christ. It's a journey of faith. I was a kid with people joke around that going to church doesn't make you a follower of Jesus Christ. doesn't make you a Christian. Just like being a devote McDonald's consumer doesn't make you a hamburger. be very devoted to McDonald's or even Nando's but I promise you just because you go to Nando's doesn't make you a chicken going to McDonald's doesn't make you a hamburger just a moment there will be people that will for the very first time give their life to Jesus Christ and make a commitment to be one of his disciples it's like Peter and John they forsook all follow Jesus but before I give that opportunity I know that there's people that need a miracle in your body signs and wonders always point us to Jesus power encounters point us to Jesus if you need a miracle on your body just raise your hand just keep your hands up as you lift your hands trust the healer is here this morning moment we're going to have people lay hands on each other but before we do that let's trust the faithful one is here his presence is healing Holy Spirit more power 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 touch 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 those that raised your hand if there's any way that you can test your body out without anyone praying for you yet and you felt the power of God come on you and all the pain just leave your body just just wave your hand like that if the pain just left your body you test it out try to do something you couldn't do before if the pain just left your body just wave your hand this gentleman over here thank you Jesus thank you Jesus anyone else the pain just left your body Thank you, God. Those that are hands are up, just uh, raise your hands one more time if you have pain in your body. Those that are around them, ask them where the pain is at. If you're near them, ask them where the pain is at and then lay your hand on them and command all the pain to leave. You don't have to pray long prayers. Just pray a prayer of faith. Just command all the pain to leave their body. 
Father, we thank you for 100% healing today, Lord. Let the power of God be released, Lord. More Holy Spirit, more Holy Spirit, more Holy Spirit. Touch. I command the abdomen pain to leave right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Go ahead and have them try to test it out now. If, uh, if, if all the pain just left your body after someone just prayed for you, just, uh, just boldly wave your hand like this. All the pain just left your body. Try to do something you couldn't do before. If all the pain just left your body, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If, if all the pain just left your body, just quickly come on up here. Just uh, maybe one or two of you, just come on up here. Just want to hear some testimony of what Jesus just did. Thank you, God. Just tell us what happened. Um, so I've been having this severe pain on my spine. Like it's so bad. Um, like I, I can't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's been so bad, especially for my age. It's quite intense. So when that gentleman literally touched me, I wasn't really, I almost fell. I just felt the power of God just hit me so much. And it's just, so he declared that a new spine, um, yeah. I just, I, I don't know how to explain it. I haven't felt like this in so long. Use your power. Holy Spirit, come upon her, God. I'm praying right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that you would use her in a powerful way. Let the fire of God come upon her, God. Mighty miracle signs and wonders to flow through her life, Lord Jesus. Use her, God, to awaken a generation, Lord. To awaken a generation, God. To awaken a generation. Power of God rest upon her in Jesus' name. What, what happened here? Um, I've been having heart pains for a very long time. And when it happens, I can't breathe. We went to the doctor and they did an x-ray, everything, and my heart was fine. I remember this other time I even told Pastor Carol that maybe it's because I have too much sugar. Remember when we went to Mac and Bean? But, <laughs> but then this pain keeps on coming. Even when I'm drinking water, it just comes. And now when you said we should raise our hands, I just raised my hand. And I was praying, and I just felt this heavy load over me. And... I just felt my heart beating so fast, and when that lady prayed for me, the pain was gone. Praise God. Is there anyone else that was just healed? Just healed. The Lord touched your life. Just wave your hand right now. Is there anyone else? The pain left their body. you here this morning and you were like me at 18 years old maybe you went to church but you never really received forgiveness you didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus and you want that and you believe that Jesus died on the cross for you for your sin for your sickness, for your disease. You believe that he rose again the third day. 
and you this morning, you want to confess that he is Lord. And you want to surrender your life to Christ. Will you raise your hand? You say, yeah, I want to, I want to surrender my life to Christ this morning. gentleman over here in the back this this gentleman yeah just raise your hands holy spirit i'm asking right now that you would touch down on that man fire of god 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 touch him more holy spirit more holy spirit more holy spirit if you're here this morning and you need to forgive people just just begin to forgive just say jesus i forgive them for what they've done to me and i break the chains of unforgiveness and torment and i release them more, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. I'm going to share one last verse for you, and then we're going to spend some time in prayer. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. It says, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word, while you stretch out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders would be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. As these disciples began to pray, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they went out and they spoke the word of God with boldness. I believe that the Lord wants to release a wave of boldness this morning to be able to speak the word of the Lord. I believe that God wants to release power, miracles, signs, and wonders. And we're going to pray. And if you, you feel the stirring of the Holy Spirit this morning, you feel God tugging on your heart to say, God, use me. I want to be used by you. I want to launch out into the deep. I want to do something that I've never done before in my whole entire life, God. I, I want to live a life of courage. I want to live a life of power. I want to live a life that's completely dependent upon you. And you're saying, God, will you use me in a powerful way, Lord? I I we want to pray for you this morning. I believe the Holy Spirit wants to fill people. There's some of you that have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I believe that God wants to pour his spirit out on you this morning to fill you with the Holy Spirit and with power. So Holy Spirit, will you come this morning? Will you come in power? Will you touch down on every hungry heart here this morning, God? Will you come with power, God? Fire, God. 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 Holy Spirit, more. Holy Spirit, more. Power, 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 More Holy Spirit. More Holy Spirit. Some of you this morning may feel a tingling sensation on your hand. May you maybe feel like a fire in your heart. Maybe you feel God just stirring something inside of you like this overwhelming emotion. Maybe you're you're even crying. Uh, there's some kind of emotion that's happening. That's the Holy Spirit that's touching your heart. Some of you, your heart is just lit up on fire with faith right now that you know that God's getting ready to do something powerful in your life. More Holy Spirit. More Holy Spirit. Fire. 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 If you want a touch from God this morning, we want to invite you right now. You feel the presence of God upon you, and you want a touch from God this morning. We just invite you to just quickly come forward this morning. We're going to lay hands on people. I believe that God wants to pour his spirit out. I believe he wants to touch lives this morning. Holy Spirit, more fire, 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 fire. And ask our ministry team to come up, stand behind every one of these. Let's trust God for a great outpouring right now.
as you're coming forward. Don't, don't wait for anyone to lay hands on you. The Holy Spirit wants to touch people. I, I remember um, at, at, a, at a small little church that, that I went to, it's just a small little church, a young lady there, the Spirit of the Lord fell upon her in a powerful way. She's around 16, 17 years old at the time. And, uh, and the Spirit of the Lord fell upon her. And she went out and she automatically, immediately began to share Jesus Christ with people. And since then, 3,000 people have been saved through one young girl that got radically touched by God. And I'm asking that the Holy Spirit would come upon you this morning. I'm asking that God would form in something inside of you so powerful that we'd be contagious. Those that are just out there as well, just go ahead and begin to lay hands on each other. We're going to begin to pray for each other. Thank you, Lord. Come and pour out your presence, Lord God. Right now we receive your power. Thank you, Father. Those of you in the congregation, I'm going to invite you to just continue receiving from Him because there's more for all of us. Some of you are just going to feel a gentle kind of peace on your heart. That's, that's the Holy Spirit settling on you. Just take that, take that, take that. Some of you are going to feel like a tingling in your body. That's kind of like the energy and the life and the presence of God. Just open your heart to that. That's Him revitalizing your body. It's Him touching every cell. It's Him saying, this belongs to me. Thank you, Lord. 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 Some of you, there's been tiredness in your lives, and I feel Him just coming and refreshing, just a refreshing over your life right now. It'll feel just like, like standing under a cool waterfall. Just let that happen. Thank you, Lord. 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 There we go. There we go. Some of you have had deep anxieties in your life. I just feel God removing those right now. So what I, that'll feel, it's almost like a lifting off your body, just something just lifting off you. That's all the anxiety leaving. Just allow that to happen. Just enjoy that feeling of freedom that comes after that. Thank you, Lord. There we go. There, that's happening. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. 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 For some of you, Christianity has just gotten ordinary, and I feel like I'm right now just reinvigorating your faith. I just want you to receive that right now, just reintroducing his, himself to you. Just take that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I feel for some of you, just the Bible is about to come alive in a new way as the Spirit breathes on His Word in your life. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just pray that everyone has received a touch from you, Lord God, that that would become real, not only today, but every day, Lord God. We don't want to go backwards, Lord God. What we have received today, we want to walk forwards into life with that, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We want to go from glory to glory, from one level to another, Lord God, ever-increasing faith in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can we just give the Lord a hand?